always be willing to go good for great. Yeah. Always be willing to change and pivot. I always knew I wanted to be a software engineer, but I didn't believe I could do it until I saw somebody who liked me who was doing yeah, it. Yeah, that representation. Everything. And so the first person where I saw was in my late 20s, a guy by the name of Aston Motes. You know, Aston Motes was employee number one at Dropbox. Whoa. You, by yourself right now, have enough data from your YouTube, from the blogs, anything you're reading to create an AI version of yourself. What do you do with that? Yo, so we are here at the Thrive Conference produced by Black Men in Tech. And the guest that we have today, of course, is a black man that's in tech, but beyond that, he's someone that I actually had the pleasure of meeting last week on a panel with him. And while on that panel, I immediately realized, I was like, yo, this guy knows a lot more stuff than I know, which is a lot of people in tech. But just the, the, the not just the information he had, but also the way he communicated the information just had me so incredibly blown away. I was like, yo, I wanna talk to this guy for like five, six, seven hours. But of course, we don't have the time for that. <laughs> but luckily enough, we were able to make this time at the Thrive Conference to have him on the Tech is New Black podcast. So that way you all can learn about him as well as what he's doing in the AI space with his own AI company and a variety of other things as well. But as always, give a round of applause. If you drive in your car, tap your steering wheel so you don't crash for your Texas New Black guest, Marlon Avery. Marlon, thank you for being on Texas Appreciate New Appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, for sure. Hey, man, so look, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. So, so your tech career started, I, I know, and this actually blew me away because, you know, you, you can tell, there are people that know things and then there are people that know things on such a level of like, like depth and granularity that they communicate, the way they communicate, you can tell the difference. You can, you, you can tell the difference between someone who just learned something right. versus someone that's like really, really knows it. Right. The way that you communicate, like just tech or AI, just information, I was thinking on my, oh, this guy's been in the industry clearly for like 25 years or something <laughs> or whatever. I was on your LinkedIn and I was like, yo, as far as I could tell, I'm like you got the industry around like 2016. Yeah. And so I was like, how in the world does this guy know all of these things yeah. between 2016 to now? So just, I'm gonna go ahead and just read the question like I have it. So you've been in the industry since 2016, but your knowledge seems 20 years deep. What have, like, what have you done like, to amass so much knowledge and respect in such a short amount of time? Yeah, I found a cheat sheet, oh, yeah. um, which is, in area in any area of my life, I find people who are better than me, mm -hmm. who have been doing it longer than me. Yeah. And by asking or not asking, they become my mentors. Yeah. You know, so I've been able to have the privilege of talking to people like Nick Caldwell, former VP of engineer of Twitter, now just got announced as new CPO of um uh, what's the bike company? Not bike dance. Oh, Peloton. Peloton. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a new CPO and stuff over there, Man. you know. And Nick gave me some valuable, valuable information, just like taking risk. Yeah. Always be ready to take risks and everything. With a combination of such, you know, my mom had me at 14 years old, and so she did a pivotal moment in our lives where she moved us from Texas to Georgia, you know, and just like started life over. Yeah. That moment right there always let me know, always be willing to give a good for great. Yeah. Always be willing to change and pivot and like that. And so with the combination of those, I've always, so I want to go do something, go find something. I found the highest level people who was doing that. Mm -hmm. 
DM them, call them, get a referral. Like I'm not scared to reach out to nobody and everything. So you can be a president of this, you know, owner of that, you know, you know, you're just an individual just like me. And I've consistently done that, you know, without kind of my career and it's allowed me to fast track. Yeah, man, that's fire. That's fire. So, so that, that's, that's, a, that makes sense in terms of a, in terms of a career hack. So people are gonna want us to ask this. We need to ask this. So what exactly did you do initially when you got in the tech industry, just career wise? And uh, I know you're an engineer, like what kind of engineer? And then also what are some of the uh, skill sets that you've like amassed or acquired since you've been in the industry? So funny enough, I started off with UI UX. Okay. Oh, dang. I um, so I had a, I was a big fan of sneakers. So okay. sneakers, Al Jordan, Nike, LeBron. So I started working on my own app in like 2014, 15. Mm -hmm. This time, you know, only thing I knew how to do with app was download them, yeah. you know, and stuff. And so, but I was like, you know what? I might not know anything about coding. And interesting enough, during that time period in those years, there wasn't a lot of online resources to learn how to code. Mm -hmm. Everything was still more so in books yeah. and stuff. And so I was like, well, I can start to teach myself like how things look, feel, you know, things like that. You don't know what you don't know. So the first iteration of the app, I created in Microsoft Paint. Wait, in Microsoft, I didn't know you could do that in Microsoft Paint. I didn't either, but that's the only thing I knew at the time. So like literally I would like cut things up and everything, kind of paste it together in Microsoft Paint, save it to a file, email it to myself, had the privilege of meeting a guy from Google and he was like, oh man, this is interesting. What you design is in? I was like, Microsoft Paint. He was like, don't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, go learn Photoshop immediately, yeah. you know, and stuff. And so from there, I started to teach myself that. And then shortly after that, um, you know, I transitioned to teach myself to, how to code. So the biggest thing of there is I always knew I wanted to be a software engineer, but I didn't believe I could do it until I saw somebody who liked me who was doing yeah, it. Yeah, that representation. Everything. And so the first person well, I saw was in my late 20s, guy by the name of Aston Motes. You know, Aston Motes was employee number one at Dropbox. Whoa. And stuff. And so when I saw him, by far one of the most intelligent human beings that I've encountered, mm -hmm. they gave me enough energy and courage and stuff to go figure it out. And their process of going to figure it out was... I minimize all my bills, low, lowest possible place it can go, uh, moved into a friend's garage, and I focus on coding for six to eight hours a day for an entire year. Man. And that's how I taught myself. If you're tuning into this and you're wondering, yo, how do I get a job like that in tech? We've got good news for you because we've just partnered with a tech boot camp called General Assembly that'll help you get a job like this or a variety of others, no matter where you live at in the world. We're talking product management, UX, UI design, programming or development, data science, data analytics, and a variety of others. Use the link in our description, and not only will you be able to do your first class for free, but for those who decide to sign up with the program, you'll get a $200 discount off. Make sure that you let us know which course you chose and keep us posted on your journey in tech. What are some of the, just out of curiosity, what are some of the coding languages or preferred coding languages? Yeah, so I started off initially, I started off like with like uh, Swift because I was about building the, you know, the, uh, the app and everything, but immediately I transitioned to, you know, JavaScript and everything. Okay. So from there, everything became front end. So yeah. JavaScript, React, there was a React Native and everything. I took a step back, I took a, um, you know, Harvard CS50, you know, as well, where they teach you C, build up the Python, you know, things like that. And yeah. so but the prominent language was uh, JavaScript. 
All right, so AI Impact, uh, your company, is revolutionizing the way businesses harness the power of artificial intelligence to drive growth and innovation. Uh, your mission, or the mission of AI Impact, is to enable companies to seamlessly integrate AI into their operations to comprehensive training programs, cutting edge to development. And some of the things that I, I was looking through that uh, AI Impact does, I see that it does a tailored artificial intelligence training, provides cutting edge AI tools, and helps with strategic consulting. Mm -hmm. What I wanna know is, uh, can you expound on some of the features of AI Impact and also, if you can break down why companies need these services to remain competitive in the market. Yeah. For example, one of the things that we're building right now for a neurologist, um, his office, they get about three to 4,000 calls a month. Um, their team can only get to like half of them. Yeah. The system that they're using right now, they don't receive all their voicemails. So for them, voicemails and phone calls transitions into dollars, yeah. you know, so, or missed opportunities of dollars. So we built an AI phone agent that takes over the phone lines and everything, natural language conversation, you know, and everything. So as you're having these conversations, during, it's very impactful because, you know, while it may sound still a little robotic, the beautiful thing they can immediately transition to is languages, mm. dialect. You know, so in South Florida, you know, where, you know, a good portion of people are not from here, yeah. you know, you're coming from all parts of the world and things like that, it can very much transition immediately, understand. And so the thing that we built it on, you can build, book a consultation, mm -hmm. you can ask very basic general questions and everything, and you can get your prescription refill and everything. So all those things on a prescription refill immediately gets sent to the doctor, he just hits an approval button and everything, and then it goes back to them, where it's shipped off to the pharmacy, where they can go pick up their prescription refill, book a consultation, and so what I mean. And so that's one of the things and stuff that we built. You know, and so for that, I mean, that right there is not only, you know, time saving, cost saving, and everything, but also too, it makes it a beautiful experience, you know, for the consumer, and everything, because they don't have to wait, you know, you know, 15 minutes in there for somebody to pick up, exactly. or they never pick up, I call six times, you guys can get back to me, you know, and as a neurologist, unfortunately, and, and fortunately for I, you know, these can be life changing things that they're calling about, yeah. you know, and stuff, and so that's one of the things, stuff we built when it comes to tools. Yo, that's so fire. Like you really got me thinking about us stepping into a future, a time where whenever someone calls any company, they don't have to wait at all. Facts. Like they could literally just call. I'm thinking about like whenever I call like even Chase, like calling a bank for something and having to wait. And it's cool that they have that feature that says, okay, you can get an automatic call back, whatever, that's nice. But sometimes it's like, no, I need to have this conversation. I need to raise my, my daily limit, my spending limit now. And hearing about what AI Impact does, and I know that's just one piece, mm -hmm. but even that piece alone, I'm like, man, that would solve a large host of issues. Like right. you mentioned, companies are losing money because they don't have enough people or enough, enough, yeah, they don't have enough people to be able to take those calls. And even if they get enough people, I mean, I could just go down a rabbit hole. I worked at call centers. I go down a rabbit hole of people not answering questions properly because there's only so much information someone can have versus AI having all of the information. It also could be there. HIPAA compliant. Yeah, true. You know, as yeah. well. You know, so it's a, it's a beautiful solution. Yeah. So uh, do, do you have a like a demo of, of the product? That's internal for them. Everything. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. well, we, we showcase demos and everything. So with the combination yeah. of the workshops and stuff we do, we showcase a lot of these demos yeah. inside our workshops and you know, as well. So we just completed one of, of 
we, we did a four week workshop series on basically AI being your assistant. Yeah. So the first one was focused on founders. Second one's focused on education space. Uh, third week was focused on restaurant owners. Fourth week was focused on nonprofit and governments. Yeah. So for example, we showcase an um, AI teacher assistant that we built where it can, you can create multiple different homework assignments, tests, reading material per student based off each student's learning style. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for example, we got to the point where if a teacher is teaching fifth grade, they want to teach a subject that may be born to most like history, mm-hmm. you know, with the combination of generative AI and what we built, we got it to the point where it will build and output 35 different comic books for the subject and use those for homework assignments. That's crazy. And we showcased that a couple weeks ago. Yo, that's wild. Yo, oh man, you got you got my mind spinning. Like I, I want to go down so many rabbit holes with this. So, oh man. So, gosh, that is crazy. I give you a personal one. Yeah, please do, please do. Give you a personal one. So, I'm right right now. We're hopefully next week we're gonna launch a podcast focused on AI. Yeah. Having these conversations like this and everything, mm-hmm. you know, all focused on AI. What's today? Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday? Friday. Friday. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Sunday. Right. <laughs> uh, Wednesday night, I just finished a tool that I built where when we get done with the interview, be a live like interview on YouTube, once we hit done, the recording gets sent to our software. From there, it gets downloaded. We use a platform. Uh, an AI model from uh, OpenAI called Whisper and everything. So AI is at a place now where it can see, it can hear, you know, and something and it can speak. That. Right, yeah. and everything. So it downloads Whisper. Uh, I'm sorry, it downloads the video using Whisper. It translates the audio into text and everything. From there, we got a thing called AI agents and everything, which are basically roles or responsibilities. From there, it does three things and everything. It listens for what it heard, creates a summary. It can also write then immediately create your YouTube description of the video and stuff with there, hashtags and everything. It creates three blogs immediately from there. Ooh. And then it creates captions for social media, you know, as you're going on as well. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be crazy. Especially like you starting your AI podcast using that software. Oh, the way you'll be able to scale using that, that's insane. Yeah, I just finished like two days, three days ago, whatever. If you're interested in breaking into a six-figure career in tech or scaling to over half a million dollars in tech, then this video is for you. If not, then just swipe away. But I was able to break into the tech industry October 2021, and in my first year, I scaled to over half a million dollars in tech. My second year, I was able to gross over a million dollars. More importantly, I was able to freely help over 600 people break into six-figure tech careers as well and scale further in the industry. Now, the number one question I've been getting from people is how was I able to do this? How was I able to make so much money? How was I able to also help as many people as I've been able to help? Well, aside from doing coaching calls and trying to spend a whole bunch of time helping people individually, I've decided to create the Tech Rich Program, where I literally break every single thing down that I've done and what I've been doing to show others how they can break into tech faster or scale to over half a million dollars plus within their first few years in the tech industry as well. All you gotta do, click the link in my bio. All the information's there. Check out the description. Message me if you have any other questions. And I'll see you on your journey scaling in tech. That is insane. Yeah. Man, 
That's wild. So look, so look, we, we talking about this. So as an AI expert, what do you see are some of the best possibilities to come out of AI in the near future? But also on the other side, what do you believe are some of the possible worst case scenarios that could happen? We gotta go sci-fi real quick. Yeah, worst case scenarios is not gonna kill us all. I hate that narrative. You know, the news is pushing a narrative because so they can grab attention. Yeah. You know, it's not gonna replace us all, you know, things like that. You know, when you come to worst case scenarios, you know, they, all the data from artificial intelligence still comes from human beings and plus the internet. Yeah. Human beings can have biases. Yeah. You know, human beings could have certain viewpoints that's not beneficial to, you know, to the larger majority. Yeah. And so when you ingest that data, it just starts to repeat those habits, mm -hmm. you know, or develop more outputs of such and yeah. everything. You know, so in those areas and everything, as a large, we have to do a better job, you know, to making sure that we remove a lot of those biases and, mm -hmm. and companies are doing so, you know, yeah. stuff, and stuff now. But the benefit, man, this joint becomes endless. Yeah. I'll go back to you and make it personal for you. You're at a place right now where you're doing a lot of engagements and everything for individuals. You're doing a lot of podcasts, you know, you're doing like coaching, you know, interviewing, things like this. But you're still you. Yeah. Meaning an individual. Mm -hmm. Also within a 24 hour limit. Yeah. You by yourself right now have enough data from your YouTube, from the blog, anything you're reading, to create an AI version of yourself. What do you do with that? Now, you allow one to many, your audience to subscribe to your AI to ask questions. Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to break into tech sales or anything. Can you recommend some courses? So you've talked about it a thousand times, but you know, people yeah. don't read, or they don't want to scroll yeah, down yeah. far enough and everything. But now they have an extension to you available for them 24 hours. Yeah. Maybe they tap into this idea at 3 a.m. They have no way of reaching out to you directly and everything. But now they can do so and everything. And the more you interview and the more you do all that, it keeps learning. Yeah. And, you know, and now we're going back to we're at a place right now where you can add sentiment to your AI, personality, tone, wow. yeah. everything. You know, so you know, it can understand of like, hey, you know, Speak with confidence, add a little swagger to it. Yeah. You know, and everything. It understands a lot of those things. May have to give it a few examples and stuff like that. But this is where we're at. Yeah. You know, everything. The benefit of that as well is that that's going to happen with everybody mm -hmm. if they're smart. Mm -hmm. You will, everybody will have an AI assistant to them. So, an AI assistant to book your flight, find your next doctor, date night, all different yeah. things like that, you know, and stuff like that. But, you know, if we are thinking about being producers and stuff of it, people should definitely transition to figure out a way how to build an AI assistant, you know, of themselves and build on top of that. Actually, the workshop I'm doing tomorrow here for the conference is going to be on that. Yeah. Bro, you know, one of the things I was thinking about, I, I was a Lyft driver right before I got in tech. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about how it once was a thing of the wealthy, like the super wealthy, to have, have a driver. Right. But then it's like, okay, now any person, you know, you, you, could have, you could have a net worth of $50. Right. You could order an Uber and go somewhere. <laughs> and so that's been me. It's plenty of times I only had $50 in my bank account. Right. Yeah. And I still was able to order an Uber to go somewhere. Right, right. You know, or we think about once upon a time, it was something of the super wealthy to have a chef in your home to mm. cook a meal. Uber now eats. you can DoorDash. Yeah. Uber Eats. And 
it's like it's a great analogy. We've been inching, inching closer and closer to where, just like what you're saying, where the everyday person can have a version of something that once was only for the super luxury. And thinking about you mentioning the fact of AI, everyone having an AI assistant, it's like a, it's like a super wealthy person literally having an assistant or multiple assistants in their home, but instead it being AI assistants instead. And so do you believe that that is a potential direction we're heading to, to where obviously there's always going to be there's going to be a wealth gap. Obviously, there's always going to be the super wealthy that are having certain things that are just for them. Right. But do you believe that we are going to reach a point to where it's almost going to be somewhat indistinguishable to where it's like every person, you know, that has at least some type of income will be able to have certain AI tools that would give them a certain lifestyle and experience that would almost at one point in time been just for the super uh, luxury? 100%. I mean, Meadow is, is they're tapping on this. Um, they're tapping on this now when they just announced the ability to do celebrity AI chatbots so yeah. you can like argue with Tom Brady about the game, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. So they're yeah. tapping onto this and everything. They're in no universe where they can, where they switch over, you know, and actually may, may they be, but in the universe they will switch over and allow the consumer to do so, yeah. you know, to as well. And so like, absolutely. I mean, this, this, this changes everything. Yeah. You know, because now that mom and pop shop, you know, who's a dry cleaner that can't communicate to, you know, the younger generation now has the ability to have an assistant to them where starts to do their marketing. Yeah. You know, and now they're back in business mm -hmm. and that can start today, you know, and stuff. And so we're 100 percent going now. You can have a homeless person that can now can in a way can have Coach Prime as their mentor, mm -hmm. you know, just giving them motivation. It's like that and get them out of their lifestyle. Yeah, and it be tailored specifically to them Facts. and their scenario. And their learning style. Sheesh. Their tone style. Yeah. Once it starts to understand you, it starts to understand like you need more encouragement. You know, you need more hard, you know, hard, tough love. Yeah. Everything. It adapts and stuff to you. Yeah. This this is the this is the biggest aspect of check, you know, this is what changes everything, you know, like with large language models and things like that, because the those that technology focuses on three areas. It focuses on the system, your ChatGPTs, your mid-journeys, your dollies, and yeah. things like that. You know, it focuses on the assistant's ability to give it a role, mm -hmm. or an assignment, you know, what you want to do. And then the second thing of it is the user, yeah. you know, because we can come back and listen to this interview. I'm going to gain some insight from it. You're going to gain some inf insight from it. By insight now creates two totally different possibilities, mm -hmm. books, articles, thought processes, things like that. And so the ability to replicate that everything in your pocket. That was a commercial, by the way. So yeah, y'all go ahead and reach out to <laughs> Yo. All right, so countless people have been asking how they can be guests on Tech is a New Black. And ever since we have grown to being the largest tech business and tech career platform in the world, those requests have gone through the roof. So for everybody that wants to be a guest on Tech is a New Black, here's all you have to do. Are you ready? Either head to techisanewblack.com and fill out the guest request form, or click the link here to where you can go ahead and request to be a guest on our platform. That's it, it's that simple. But to let you know though, we are only looking for guests that are either founders of tech businesses, whether your entire business is tech-based, or you have technology within your business that you're leveraging, 
or we are looking for tech influencers to be on our podcast. People that can show those how to break into tech, scale in tech, get to the tech bag, many different ways. When it comes to founders, we want founders that are either hiring or you're looking to reach investors or you're looking to get more brand awareness from being on Tech as a New Black. Make sure you head to our website or click the link in the description so that way you can be a guest on our show and we'll see you later. Hey, so look, so this is something I was thinking about uh, and, and I thought this a lot, like, so, so being in this industry, meeting so many different, different amazing people and just uh, specifically, I mean, we're, we're at the Black Men in Tech Thrive Conference. So as a black man in tech, to another black man in tech, uh, when we met, uh, what I was thinking about when I was listening to you talk, I was like, man, I was like, you know, I said, you sound like who the younger me wanted to become. Mm. But I felt like just in our community, like both from my, my family and then also the community kind of stumped that out of me. And, and what I mean is in terms of like just how intellectual you are, how curious you are, how studious you are, all those different pieces. And, I, and I'm still those things, but I'm not as much of that as when I was younger, I aspired to be. And what I was thinking of was like, man, you know, our community, especially our youth, young black men, because we're at the Black Men in Tech Conference, are oftentimes push and encourage, whether within a community or sometimes even within our family, push and encourage to go towards being an athlete or being some type of music artist, which no shade towards either one of those, those fields. But of course we know the opportunity that's in the, the tech industry is much more broad, is much more opportunity to not just be successful, but in many times, many cases, be even more successful than those other fields that many of us are pushed into. What's some advice or just really perspective you have, something that you would share to young people that are, that are watching this episode, but also to parents that have young people and, and their kids are the type where maybe they are tech curious. Like, how do you believe that we can like better communicate to our youth to aspire to be studious and to aspire to be into things that generally are considered nerdy, but are actually really, really dope? I like, I like when he does this. He did this a lot on the panel, and every time he did this long pause on the panel last week, he came with some, some crazy heat. Yeah. I'm that. Mom's had me at 14. Pops was in prison. Nearly half my life until I was about 28. Yeah. I was facing 10 years in prison as soon as I turned 18. Did my time and stuff in jail. Left high school with a 1.7 GPA. Not because I couldn't do it, because I was bored. Yeah. And there was nobody who can communicate me that. Mm -hmm. But I also knew deep down, him was always there. Yeah. Like I said, I always knew I wanted to be a software engineer. Yeah. I always knew I wanted to be a builder or some type, you know, some type. Now, those principles have transitioned to me being an artist, and right now engineering is just the canvas I get to work with. Yeah. The advice to parents and stuff is, a lot of times, man, even at the age of 10, they already have that in them. Mm -hmm. They either have the will to do 
or the will not to be like. Mm -hmm. Meaning, I didn't necessarily have the will to do, but I had the will not to be like my dad. Yeah. That I'm still running towards. Yeah. You know, and chasing and stuff like that. And so, that is a forever journey. Um, and a lot of times, man, you know, unfortunately, I got a bunch of friends who wound up prison, you know, stayed in prison. I was, I was there, you know, I, I was, I was there, you know, I had to stand in front of the judge and so like that. And so like, the direct advice, the shortest thing I can give, if a parent has the opportunity to watch this, just start there. Yeah. You know, watch this. What would you say to, to a young person watching? Where, where maybe they feel that, I mean, let's, let's be real. Let's, and I don't want to limit it to the scenario, but I think of this scenario like a young kid living in the hood and they look around and their environment is trash and they don't have certain resources, certain relationships with family members, and they're thinking like, Man, I'm interested in this tech stuff, but it's not encouraging the community. I don't see certain resources. And maybe they're starting to doubt themselves. Like, what would you say to them? It's interesting, because there's a lot of principles that come out of the hood. Grit, perseverance. Yeah. You know? In the hood, you playing basketball, you're not allowed to just quit and just go home. Yeah, no. Where you gonna finish, we gonna fight. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that develops perseverance. Yeah. You know, consciously or unconsciously. Yeah. You know, anything. And so, same thing with the family. While the family may not have a pathway for a young one to get to where they are, they have instilled principles in you and everything to take on that battle yourself. Yeah. Do so. Yeah. Transparency is going to be hard as hell. Yeah, that's real. You can get your ass whooped and you're going to fail mm -hmm. consistently. But it's also what breeds the opportunity for us to get here. Yeah. You know, and so like uh, embrace it as, as, as uncomfortable and stuff as it may be. You know, don't look at it as a scenario. Uh, embrace it as a journey mm -hmm. and everything. And even myself, I'm still trying to transition, you know, into that because it does get tough. Mm -hmm. You know, it does get hard, you know, and all this like that. And something like software engineering has allowed me to get used to failing. Code doesn't compile. Here's a bug. Here's my error. Shit, this is not working again. Yeah. Like, dang, you know, and everything. And so I've gotten now used to it to the point I'm at a place today where I have the audacity of a wealthy man. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you have the audacity. I'll give you an example. A couple weeks ago, somebody posted on my timeline an AI small business, uh, you know, workshop and everything. And they were able to panel discussion, all this like that. And I saw it and I was like, wait, hold on. Who, in, who was doing AI without me? <laughs> Come on. In Miami, small business? <laughs> so literally, I'm hot. I'm like, bro, like what in the world? 15 minutes go by, something tell me, to check your email. I am on a panel, I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I got booked weeks ago. But what I saw, though, is now I have an expectation. Yeah. You better book me. Exactly. Because now I'm also an individual, one of the few individuals. Not only can I build it, but I can explain it. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. I can explain. I can teach it. Yeah. I can showcase it. I yeah. can do all these things, you know, and what's so, and also having charisma, you know, charisma and swag and everything to as well. Yeah. Because now I can show you how to do. I can show you how to build, you know, your own app and everything that's going to produce music and stuff for you. Everything like the Drake AI song. Yeah. But I can also go very, very techy and show you how to, you know increase your sales by, you know, bringing down certain solutions. Like, man, come on, bro. How, the audacity, you better book me. Yeah. It's gonna be a problem. 